cheese. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further, head over to patreon.com slash twodrinkcinema. As a patron, you gain access to exclusive bonus episodes and can contribute to the making of Two Drink Cinema. The support of our patrons can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Patreon.com forward slash Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. Welcome to another episode of Two Drinks Cinema. Two brothers review movies two drinks at a time. Hello, Brett. Hello, Lee. How, How are, are you? you? Oh, I'm good. <laughs> How are you? Good. 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 Um, Juno. Juno. Let's go straight into Juno. Juno, 2007. 2007. I'm going to move over a little bit. Something shot a little bit more. Uh, 2007, so 15 years since... Elliot Page and uh, Elliot Page played Juno, and Michael Sarah played Michael Sarah. Yes, and and Jennifer Garner played Jennifer Garner, and yep. Alison Jenny played Alison Jenny. Yep, and I assume the friend played the friend. I don't know. We're not going to talk about else. Jason Bateman till later because there's stuff to say. Yes, there is um, plenty to say about the movie. I have a cocktail, and it's a bit of a. Uh, bastardization. Yes. That's not a comment on Juno's kid oh, being God. a bastard. Um, That's parent. So I found on Esquire magazine yes. a cocktail called a Juno, right. which is that writer's version of an Alaska cocktail. I looked up an Alaska oh. cocktail and it's really not. Okay. It's really not their version of an Alaska because it's a new cocktail. Yes. Okay. And even though Juno, the character, isn't named after the city in Alaska... There is, okay, but there is a city in Alaska. There is a city in Alaska, and that's the joke that Jason Bateman makes that Juno doesn't laugh at. I don't think it was a was it was well, a I don't know. joke. It was it was a joke in the movie. Like Jason okay. Bateman goes, Oh, the city in Alaska, and she just goes, No. And then they move on. Yeah. Obviously do. named after Jupiter's wife. I couldn't find a one named after the uh the Greek. The Greek goddess, no, mm. no, Roman goddess. Roman, yep. Juno is Jupiter's wife. Oh, Jupiter's wife, not Zeus. Yeah, Zeus's wife, not Zeus's wife. Um, but I'm pretty sure juniper berries are named after Juno, the god. Oh, okay. So this has gin in it, which is made from juniper berries. Right. Okay. So, so it is, is it meant to look? Um, it doesn't quite the the camera doesn't quite do it justice. It looks quite like pee. Yes, it does look <laughs> like if we poured it on a pregnancy test, we'd get a result. What is in a Juno cocktail? A Juno cocktail. This Juno cocktail has gin, Galliano, vanilla liqueur. Okay, which Oops. I'm very glad of because when it said Galliano, I was like, I'm not doing licorice. Because I was going to say, if you said licorice, I would say, just don't make one for me. Yeah, That's fine. No, neither of us are fans of licorice, so I'm very glad it's Galliano Vanilla Liqueur. Yes. Uh, and this one has Cointreau mm. from... <laughs> you like... <laughs> the Esquire uh, article features celery bitters. Right. But no. 
I don't. I wouldn't even know what that is. No. Well, it's bitters made out of celery. I assume. Um, it has okay. hint, it has notes of apple though celery bitters apparently. Okay, good. Which but this doesn't. We just put normal so agnostora bitters. Gin. So vanilla, gin, orange, celery with a twist of lemon. Yeah. My lemon rind hasn't twisted. It's just a slab of lemon rind just in mine. Just a slice of lime. Um, lemon. So yes, we have okay. a urine looking cocktail with a dash of. Could be quite sweet. Red through it. Cheers. Could be quite sweet. Cheers. Let's go. Oh, Jesus. There's no mixer, so it is all alcohol. <laughs> oh, I can feel it. Oh, it's burning. It is it is all alcohol. Oh. oh. I'm okay with it. The vanilla, the vanilla aftertaste kind of makes it okay. Yeah. Can't taste orange. Oh, a little bit. I don't know. We'll keep sipping it. It's a, it's definitely a sipping drink. Yeah, it is because it is. Oh, I I looked at the recipe and I thought, have I forgot a mixer? But no, there's no. Put it on what I did with one of the most recent ones. Just go. Oh shit! Let me just put some soda water in it. Ooh. Ooh. Right. We could be drunk by the <laughs> let's H of the RGQ De Niro uh, score. Let's get on with the podcast before I drink oh. any more of that and get drunk. Are we only are we going on a thing of only doing movies that are what, a single word, right? Oh, Tootsie, Flubber, Flubber, Tootsie, Juno. Mental, Mental, Juno, Juno. Goldmember. Oh yeah, there's one hour photo. In one there hour photo, it, but ruined it. Even you in our other next. podcast. Oh yeah, we're doing we're doing one bird word cage. bird cage stone wall stone wall maybe I have a feeling else. I know what you're going to pick next because it's the one I you wanted me to pick the week <laughs> before. <laughs> um, follow right. at two brothers entertain at no at the two brothers ent and at rainbow popcorn pod uh, for what's coming up for those ones. So how are we rating this cocktail? Look, I think it might grow on me, but it's, um, I'm not enjoying it yet. It's so alcoholic. I'm Australian and I like to be able to drink alcohol quickly. Oh, you bought an air fryer. Yes, I did. Throw back to last week's episode (laughs) where you said, I'm going to buy an air fryer. There you go. I'm a man of my word. Yep. Guess what all I've been eating all weekend is. Chips. (laughs) Anything that can go in an air fryer. That's a good size one. Yeah. You can air fry anything. I air fried chicken. I air fried sausages the other day because Ooh. there wasn't. There were big, thick bangers for bangers and mash. Right. Um, and they weren't going to be ready quick enough in just a fry pan. You know what I've discovered? Coles. Yeah. They sell these chicken bites. Oh, yeah. Popcorn chicken. Yeah. Very good in the air fryer. I've only had it for two days. Already <laughs> discovered it's very good. <laughs> um. Pork belly's good in there too. Shane quite often does pork belly in I've there. Got some plenty of stuff in the freezer. Yeah, this is so off topic, but anyway. All right, how are we rating this cocktail? So the first, like a, like a one, one, a one and a half. I'm going to give it a two. It is a sipping one. It's not bad sipping. Hmm. But there's um four shots in in this cocktail. You also um, didn't quite measure it properly. 
I overdid, you were making it. I overdid the Galliano slightly. Ooh. And I thought I instead of giving us three quarters, I gave us seven and a half eighths. But I actually gave us a whole shot instead of three quarters. Uh, oh, so one point seven five. There's four. There's four and a quarter shots in this instead of four shots. Okay. All right. Jesus. Um, I'm gonna give it. Yeah. For anybody listening slash watching, we don't drive after this. No. So it's fine. No. Get as pissed as you want. Just don't drive. One. Yeah. One point seven five. Let's do that. Cool. Alcohol in the movie. I only noticed the joke when she asks for a maker's mark up. There was that maker's mark up. And, which um, I thought about bringing us a maker's mark, but neither of us are bourbon fans, so it would have just been a waste for a joke. There's a funny bit when they're in the science class yep. and the friends, the other weird, are having an argument. Oh, they're a weird couple. They reference having small, four smooth devices. <laughs> like, ah, to be a teenager again. Yeah. Ah, to be a teenager in the 2000s. <laughs> yes. Um, and I was like, that would have been me when I was that age. Um, yes. But... They only reference alcohol, and there is only one small scene where Vanessa, is that her name? Jennifer Jennifer Garner, yeah. Yep. Is drinking a glass of red wine on her own. Other than that, it's only like alcohol is referenced. Nobody is actually drinking it on screen. That's true. Maybe like a 0.5. Yep. Okay. There's no character-based drinking. Considering it mainly focuses around a pregnant teenager, there's yeah. not much opportunity That's true. to drink. That's I actually thought, should we drink a mocktail because it's about a pregnant girl? And then you realised... But then I thought, no, Brett's four an shots. alcoholic, so and we'll go in the complete other direction. Four shots in one glass. Um... So yeah, it's a it's a two. So it's a point. Are we agreeing a point five? It's a point for five for alcohol in the movie because there's only one glass of wine scene and two references yeah. to very Smirnoff Ice and a bottle of Snow Peach flavored Boone, whatever yes. that is. I don't know what that was either. Boone, I reckon, is Boone the American goon? But what? Why would it be Snow Peach? Pe- snow Pea Peach flavored. Yeah, or is it maybe like that's a like a... Um, is it the cruiser? Or is it like that fat lamb thing? Blech. Yeah. Yuck. But flavoured. Yuck. Or like an iced tea. Because Americans love iced tea. You know, I'm they gonna, just call tea. I'm going to compromise. Yep. And say that the, alco- the cocktail is a two. So overall... The effectiveness of getting me drunk, it deserves an extra... <laughs> yeah, that's when you said, um, well, and if it's a story about teenagers, teenagers just drink to get drunk. That's true. But I doubt anyone in this town is mixing this cocktail. No, I don't know they're if just in buying the middle bottle, of nowhere, um, Minnesota. They're just buying the bottle of Galliano and drinking it. Yeah. Like the guy like once when I, went ca- when I went camping. Yeah. And these random people that were camping near us decided to just also sit around our fire. Were very weird. You must people. have had a good fire. It was. It was. Not, it was all right. Okay. It was better than theirs, which was none. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, and he was just drinking Jägermeister just straight out of the bottle. I... He's like, it's fine. It's almost just medicinal. He didn't say the word medicinal because he... medicinal. <laughs> he and then he was like Jager. passing it around, saying, "Here, do you want some? Do you want some?" And I'm like, it's twenty twenty. 
no. <laughs> like, it's still yeah. kind of a pandemic. I'm, it's 2020. <laughs> we're in a pandemic, but also, I'm in my 30s. So, <laughs> you're a stranger and I don't just want to chug Jägermeister. Yeah. I don't even like Jägermeister in bomb form. I knew a guy who didn't really drink at all, but then discovered that he'd like, he liked wild turkey American honey. Okay, good. Yeah, that's nice. And would sip it. Okay. From the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's at least... Okay, that's not that's not really any better. We were on a... Put it in a glass, mate. We were on a band... Put it up. We were on a band trip away. Yeah. And we were pre-drinking in our hostel room. Okay. Oh God. And so he was just sitting in this four bunk he youth was, hostel room, sipping wild turkey American honey. You know this person. Sipping wild turkey American honey from the bottle while the rest of us okay. are drinking cans of whatever we were drinking. <laughs> I'll tell you off. I'll tell you <laughs> off off who it was. Um, so that's pre-drinking for him, is it? Well, straight yeah, up. But also he was a tight ass. So oh, okay. he wasn't buying any drinks when he was out. So he drank a quarter of a bottle of wild turkey and then wild went out. Wild turkey. Make his mark up. So, um, all right, the so it's a two and a half of Archie of for alcoholicness of the cocktail and the movie overall is a two and a half out of ten. Yep. Yeah. Straight on to representation, we wrote the same thing, but you wrote it more emphatically. I wrote two varies and not just <laughs> one very. Very white. You wrote very white. I wrote very, very white. And I know it's meant to be like in this Midwesterny kind of... Where is it actually set? Minnesota. Really? They don't I sound so. like they're... They don't Saint, sound like the people from Fargo. St. Cloud is in Minnesota, which is, I'm pretty sure, where the Garner Batements live. Oh, okay. St. Cloud, Minnesota. Minnesota? They don't sound like oh, they're from Minnesota. Yeah, yeah Minnesota. Yeah, because... it's probably not how you say it either. Everyone in Minnesota has to sound like Francis McDormand from Fargo. Oh, oh you betcha, yeah. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's from Minnesota. Um, it was filmed in Vancouver, British Columbia. There's a little bit. Oh, yeah. There's the Elk River, Minnesota. There's a little bit of representation, but it's not anything important. There's like the Asian girl at front of the abortion clinic. The Indian yeah. guy that runs with him. Yeah. But he says two lines. And she says one scene. Yeah. You don't see her you again. You know, your baby probably has fingernails. God appreciates you, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so it's gonna... almost a zero. Can we do a zero? Let's do a 0. 0.25, because oh, it, do, it has more white people, I think, than Flubber. Not more non-white people than Flubber. Okay. So that's we're comparing everything to Flubber now. <laughs> well, that's the most recent movie I can think of that we gave a zero for representation. Yeah, okay. One hour photo. Oh, that was a back to back, not good representation. And then yeah. mental also wasn't. Mental also. We're not doing well with the representation. Well, th so, this is the thing, right? Movies, representation in movies has only really been a thing that's need a box that's needed to be ticked recently. Mm. Yes, it should always have happened. Yeah. But because we're looking at movies 10 years and older, generally. Mm hmm. No one in the writing room of Juno is saying we should have people of colour. 
But that, yeah, which is a problem. Which is the problem, which yeah. is why it's getting a 0. 0.25. Mm. But Tootsie, 1982, yeah, oh, had people it's of like colour. Really, it's giving me heartburn, this cocktail. Had people of colour oh. in key roles. Key-ish. Within the setting of the movie. Like, they weren't key characters, but, like, the floor manager of the soap opera yeah, okay. was a person of colour, which is a key job. It wasn't just, like, the one person of colour in Juno is the person working the cafeteria at the school. Yeah, or the people of colour in the birdcage are the help. Yeah. But that's another... That's a separate That's a separate podcast. movie. At Rainbow, at, at Rainbow Popcorn Pod. Um, so two po- a point two five out of five. A point two five out of five for representation. It's not. It's a very great. white film. It's a very white, very film. very white. And I, obviously, Jennifer Garner and Jason Bateman are meant to be super white couple. Oh yes, yeah. Um, oh, Even the bands about, they refer to are white. Should we talk about the? Um, should we talk about them now? Look. I did not care for Jason Bateman in this movie. <laughs> um, no, I he was he was a bit nothing, and he the way he kind of I don't want to say led Juno on. He was inappropriate. He's he was a bit of a dick. Really? Yeah. Well, one thing I think about Jason Bateman, uh, Jason Bateman, is I'm not sure. I think his appeal as an actor when being cast mm. is that he is nothing. Okay. So if you think about his character in Arrested Development, he doesn't create anything funny. The other people around him are the funny ones. He is the straight man. The straight man. man, yeah. And so in this... I think he's a little bit that, but he's a little bit too that. And he has some funny moments, but he's still too the straight man to really make them work. And I, yeah, I don't. <sighs> Taking a pregnant teenager down to your basement to listen to music, to music and then dance. Yeah. And then I'm leaving my wife. That was, oh my God, I forgot that. I forgot that too. And you shouldn't be telling her that. Not only because she's a 16 year old girl, yes. but because she's giving you a baby but also and also to then be like oh no but we still still give us the baby no no um it was good of juno to be like oh wait he's he's a dick she is she should have gone juno shouldn't have gone over there though in the first place she's also 16 yeah so she's not meant to know better i find it crazy that 16 year olds can drive over there yeah yeah i but they have driver's ed lessons in school. Mm. So I think that makes that makes it a little bit more okay. The whole, that scene when it's like this and then Juno gets upset by it and he comes back up from the basement and then she's upset and then he's just like, she's just a bit hormonal, aren't you, Juno? Mm. That's so sus. Gaslighting. No, but was also... gaslighting a thing in 2007? If I was Jennifer Garner, he's, mm. I'd just be like... I think you just molested this child in our basement. Yeah. She, he doesn't seem into the situation or to her anymore. No. So and it's I think, like, what is he doing? I don't know. 
You well, meant, are we meant to, to feel sorry for him? No, I think you meant to. You meant to get that from the start. Yeah. That he's not as into this, but I think you meant to think he's the husband that's going on with the wife because he loves her. Yeah. But then all of a sudden it's like, yeah. oh no, he's fully checked out. Yeah. And he's not into it at all. And I don't think you meant to feel sorry for him because she jokes about, oh, she gave you a whole whole room for your stuff in your whole house. Yeah. Like she's got you on a pretty long leash. Yeah. But that's why I was like, is, is that meant to be like, oh, poor him, he's just being like almost controlled by... Well, he is, but... Not Jennifer, I shouldn't say Jennifer Carter. The character. (laughs) Um, Should we, speaking of, you've just said, we've just said Jennifer Garner and Vanessa. Should we say something about our pronoun use? Referring to the character of Juno... Yes. Is a she. Is a she. The actor that played Juno is a he. Yes. We will... We will, there will be some yes. interchanging because sometimes we'll refer to Elliot Page and sometimes we'll refer to Juno and sometimes we'll say he and she. Yes. Just like we said, Jennifer Garner instead of saying Vanessa. Yeah. All right, Which, that's on the record. If you've listened to a few episodes, you'll realise that we do yes. generally just say the actor. Um, so, But I just wanted to say that in case anyone's going to be listening and going, oh, you just use the wrong pronoun. We're just using whatever pronoun... In our heads versus the character versus the actor. Yeah. Okay. Um, Juno is incredibly mature about her situation. She is, but she isn't. Like, she's kind of a bit aloof about it. Yeah. But But that does speak to maturity. Yeah, I think that speaks to practicality of maturity of just like, well... I'll just get an abortion. This is it. I've got a... I said the A I've got a baby... There's no point going to cry about it. Mm. I'll just, I've got two options, three options. Mm. I'll just choose them. And then she decides not to get the A word and go for the other A word, adoption. Adoption. (laughs) Can I say a couple of things about the A word? Probably. So. There's a lot of talk about, you know, there's actually not too much talk about the A word other than the first bit where she goes to get, I'm saying abortion. All right, I'm not saying the A word. Yeah. Well, abortion. I said it. Let's bring let's come back because I actually wrote notes about that in endurance and impact. Ooh, okay. So, so picking back up in our Archie Q De Niro's score. Very white. Very white. We've given point a two point five. 0.25. The C is for cry cuz Lee loves a cry. So what I wrote with, if I connected to Ghana more, I'd probably have moistened then. I didn't write when the then was. <laughs> moistened is a... I moistened. I moistened, yeah. Is what I'm referring to. Um, I don't have any other parts that moisten. I feel the same at the end, when she gets the baby. Yes. Or was it when Jason Bateman was like, I'm leaving you, by? No, it was at the end. Yeah. It's but almost a crying. It's almost a moistening. It's yeah, not even almost it's not even a, cry. a cry. So it's a point, what it's do you reckon? Because I didn't zero. even moisten. I didn't cry. Nobody cried. Oh, that's a zero as well. I would there have cried go. about Juno. If something had happened about Juno, I would have cried. If the no, movie actually, was written different, maybe, or made different, you could have cried. But because it's so kind of quirky, 
Yeah. You don't really feel yeah. too much for most of the characters. Um, this movie is in the dictionary as underneath quirky 2000s indie film. Yeah, it's actually it's just got a picture of yeah. Juno. It could only have been made in this time. Yeah. At the same time, in the same decade and genre as Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Fox Searchlight, right, mm. is their indie branch. Yes. But if you've got Fox at the start of your movie, yeah. are you really indie? Well, it's like <laughs> we're it's like we want to be one with the people and be independent. Yeah. But we're not independent. We just give films less money. That's all it is, really. Well, it's just we fund movies that we wouldn't normally otherwise fund. Uh, it's, but it's you're their, still funding the movie. Maybe not their independent one, it's their artistic one. But this is So not they make art- that at the same time they make like franchises. Yeah, but this isn't even artistic. It's indie. Yeah. But fuck yeah, I just find They've, the fact that these major studios, all of them have indie branches. Mm. But Fox is the one that still puts Fox on it. Yeah. So you have <laughs> the movies they make that to make money and the movies they make to win awards. That's yeah. what it is. And this did. Best original did screenplay. Right. Uh, at the Oscars. Yeah. It was nominated for Best Picture and Best Director and Best Actress. So, four major awards. Yeah, they are major. It, yeah. I... Don't know Best Film. At the time, I remember thinking, this is a great film. This is great. So quirky and original. Now, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm getting ahead of myself with endurance. I think it is quirky and original. And I think... We will talk about it in the way of endurance. I think the way it addresses some of the issues is good and different. Yes. But on the cry, I almost could have moistened when Vanessa got the baby. Sorry to interrupt. With the cocktail. Okay. Warning. Uh, it gets worse as the oh. cocktail gets warmer. Oh, right. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. I think I might keep these glasses so in the freezer. Drink it soon. Um. Oh. Well, we're, oh. no, we're going to fund you a chilled spirits cabinet. All right. Patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema. I need, uh, I need, <laughs> I need a fridge for my glasses because I'm that bougie <laughs> apparently. Um, the crying is no crying, but it is because you don't really care about Jennifer. No, Cameron. when I almost moistened again mm. was when Juno and Bleaker get together. Oh, and they sing the song at the end? Not so much the oh, song. Oh, not the song at not the end. Not so much the song. Right. But when he's but when like, they're like... Yeah, okay. I th- she's like, I think I love you. And then he says, can we make out now? Yeah. And then they have a little kiss. Oh, awkward teenagers yeah. in the 2000s. Um, that's, like, that's what got you into this mess, Juno. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking of getting you into this Ooh. mess, the horny scale is next on the Archie Q De Niro score. And I've written something that you love... There is Pork the results of a. <laughs> there is. <laughs> oh. But there is the result of arousal. There is result of arousal, which is pregnancy. Pregnancy and a baby. Um, so that's an automatic one. <laughs> the all I see is pork swords is a very good quote as well. Yeah, and it's a very um, interesting shot to have at the front of screen. Yeah, a whole lot of Imagine swinging <laughs> teenage boys in a cinema, in a cinema. just <laughs> being like. Oh, glad this yeah. isn't in 3D. Ooh. Um IMAX 3D. There was more than 3Ds, though. 4D. Horny teenagers. Plenty of them going on. Yeah. Like, 
every almost every teen, teenager that says a word in this movie is horny. Well, yeah, because the fight the fighting couple in the science lab, she's fighting that he went off to college and had sex yeah. and cheated on her. Yeah. While the pregnant girl, the result of arousal, yeah. is standing there. Mm. Leah. Leah's horny for teacher. Just horny full stop. Yeah. And is horny for the ordinariest looking yeah. teacher. Like not even the school has a hot teacher. Yeah. Like the PE teacher. Yes. And are um, Mark and Juno a bit horny for each other? I don't think Juno is horny for Mark, Jason Bateman. Mm. But maybe Mark is a little bit, but not in a... Maybe more in a attention way. Oh, okay. Because he doesn't get that attention because no. Vanessa has completely I opposite also, interests. Th- yeah, I also think he doesn't have sex with Vanessa either. I like no. that it's not gone into. They don't explain why she can't have babies. But it's clear. Or he. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's but pretty it's clear, clear so. by her reaction when yeah. he says, when she, Juno says, be glad it's not you. Mm. Um, that Very she subtle. can't have babies. Very subtle. Yeah. But good. Um, I... not, bad, not bad script writing for a stripper. Not, yeah. Diablo. Ex-stripper. Ex-stripper. She might have gone back. I don't know how many more movies she's written. At least three. Because she does have an IMDb top four. Okay, good. <laughs> um, All I see is pork swords. Horniness. Mm. A, th- a three and a half? Yeah. I'm sorry that we got bored and decided to make out and then they got pregnant. Yeah. Um, I do like that they're all like, it was always Juno's idea. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Like Alice and who's Jake like, says to J.K. Whose idea do like, you think this was? Yes. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't his idea. <laughs> when I see that kid, I'm going to punch him in the wiener. That's not a bad impersonation of J.K. <laughs> Simmons. <laughs> You've done worse. I have. I can't believe your best impersonation to date is Gene Simmons. <laughs> Not Gene Simmons, Ozzy Osbourne. Why does Gene Simmons? <laughs> Maybe I relate to him on a spiritual level. I, you You've know what? You know what? Drugs. You know what you can cook in an air fryer? <laughs> Pigeon heads. <laughs> um, on Black the horniness scale, um, three, three and a half, three, three, three. I think okay. because the movie isn't about sex. It's about the result of sex. Yes. But it's not a sexy movie. Yeah, okay. If we do super bad. On a scale of that's like out of the, like out of the scale. Thing to like a non horny movie to hairspray. It's not quite hairspray. Yeah, it's not quite hairspray. No, we near that horniness teenager level. Jeez. Yeah, so H is a three for horniness. It was a karaoke on Friday night. Oh, that's unfortunate. And um everyone decided it was gonna be power ballads night. So there was Rise Like a Phoenix, Ooh. Bring Him Home from Les Mis. Oh, no. And some other ballad. You know, when somebody's saying, if I was at somewhere and somebody did karaoke and he said, Bring Him Home, I'm like, Home. Sounds pretty good right now. Yeah. I would have gone no. home. Well, my song was already on the list, so I had to wait. But to try what, and... How ballad did you do? Oh, I didn't. No, well, I did. This was the thing. I was like, oh, there's too many ballads tonight. I'm going to do Bon Jovi. So I did... So you did Wanted, wanted Dead or Alive. Oh. <laughs> Which is the most ballad? No, always is the most ballad. Always is the one that was in that betting ad. Okay, I'm not going to sing yeah, yeah, it yeah. because this is not a singing microphone. 
Always. Yep, 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 yep. So the karaoke host, to try and bring up the atmosphere from Bring Him Home, which is the song that sing about the kid that died. Um, it's also, can I just say, off topic. Yeah. Which apparently this episode <laughs> is a lot of. Off, off topic. Probably the worst song in Lame Is. That is a quite probably a controversial statement. You know what? But it's no... Would have been good. One day more. Like... I'm going to sing One Day More next time we go to karaoke. You're going to do like all seven parts. Yeah, yeah. And then for my second song, I'm going to do the Tonight medley from the end of West Side Story. (laughs) (laughs) So the karaoke host, in order to bring the mood up, decided to sing Good Morning Baltimore. But he did not have the range for it. Halfway through, he changed octaves. Um, What did we give it a three? Out of five on the horny scale. Insults. Ooh, fuck. Alison Janney says, my daughter is not the brightest bulb in the tanning bed. Yeah, Alison Janney <laughs> um, nails this movie. Um, your book fell apart. It must have looked at your face. I don't know when that one. That was the, that, jock, oh, the jock that's it, apparently Juno into Juno has decided yeah. is into her, says. Um, Bleaker's mum was possibly attractive once, but now <laughs> she just looks like a hobbit. She does. Very tall hobbit. And you know that fat hobbit that was in the Goonies? Sean Astin. There you go. And that girl that smells like soup. <laughs> That's what I wrote. I thought oh, yeah. that was quite funny. She's like, she gave me this. No, and then she goes, she gave me the stink eye. And Michael Sarah goes, no, that's not the stink eye. That's just how she looks. She's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. It's it nasty. was good. It was good um, insults. There were good insults. I'm not going to take any of them and use I'm them. I'm going to use not the life. brightest bulb in the tanning bed, which is going to age very quickly because they're outlawed in Victoria. Yes. Only rich people are allowed to have, not allowed, have tanning beds now. Um, What can I say about, oh, I was going to say something. Bleaker's mum was possibly attractive once, but now she looks like a hobbit. The narration by Juno is either too much or not enough. And it's like not. It's random. Yeah. It's not consistent throughout the whole movie. Because there was one point where she narrated three kind of things in a row. Yeah. And then didn't say anything for 25 minutes. It's like she only narrates in the winter. Like in the summer, I don't remember her narrating. No, but then it came to the spring and she said two things about the mum being the hobbit and the orange Tic Tacs. Yeah. So she said them back to back, but then she didn't narrate anything till the end of the movie. So, yeah, it wasn't really narrating. It was yeah. just random thoughts that needed to be out loud. Almost like, oh, this joke's funny. I'll just put it. Juno can say it. Voiceover. Yeah. Orange Tic Tacs. Then they'll give us money. That's based on real. Diablo Cody had a boyfriend who was obsessed with Orange Tic Tacs. Oh, really? And she had a friend who was a cheerleader who was into teachers. Ooh, problematic. And she had a girl at her school that got pregnant. Oh. So there's some things that are based on realness. In this story. What are we giving it for insults? Each or together? Each. I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it a 2.5. 2.5. I'm going to give it a 2. Because they're good salts, they're insults, they're quirky. Ugh, that is not... <laughs> um, we'll get to the break and then you can change. Um, yeah, 2. They're, they're good insults. They're not like too harsh though, but they're funny. So I'm not going to use them. But I want an yeah, insult. Yeah. I want an insult. 
Yeah. I want you yeah. to be less, leave like in tears. I'm a nice person for everybody listening. Brett has his moment. Just sometimes I hate people. Brett's a very nice person unless you don't wave at him in traffic. I've never yeah, seen okay. you. Well, I've rarely seen you as angry as you get with that day that you drove for the first time in five years. Just do the courtesy wave. It's you know what your, your hands are already up where I can see them. Just yeah. you, you only need two fingers. Need, yeah, just two. You just two fingers. You don't need a whole. You don't need to be like thank you. Just go. Meh. Yeah. There was a person though yesterday when yeah. I was driving. Um, obviously, um, I was on a major road. Yes. And it's this weird thing, and the traffic was backed up. I'm like, oh, it's not a keep clear, but I'll keep clear. Yeah. I then didn't the other it's day. like three lanes. I'm like, yeah, I'll keep clear. I don't know if anybody else would. Mm. But then the, this guy was in a van, and he was like, hand up driving, like waving. Like, <laughs> I don't know if he was waving or telling people to stop. Yeah. It was just like, thank you, while he was driving his van through this major road. It was, thank you, stop. And praying that and being no like, other if the lines. car comes the other way, my <laughs> hand will stop. Them. My hand will stop. I'm like, good, well done, and so I gave him a wave as well. Good, I waved at someone today in the car. Good, as a courtesy. That's good. I often in the car park give a courtesy when I'm backing out because I have a big car, mm. and often people have to wait because it takes me a bit to get out. So I'll give them a wave for waiting in the car park, even though the car park is like one step away from Mad Max. There's like, it's like a lawless drive, good luck, you're every oh, person right. for themselves yeah. in a car park. Most car parks are like that. No road rules, drive no, on the wrong side, um, steal someone's car park, <laughs> walk in the middle of the bloody lane. The same day yesterday when I was driving, yeah. I did also have a little road rage moment. Okay, what a surprise. Person in wave didn't indicate at the roundabout. Well, that's shit. And so then I was like, <laughs> then I was like, I could have gone, but they didn't indicate. Yeah. And then I I obviously was like, oh, come on. And then they were like, sorry. <laughs> so I couldn't see me. And they were like, uh, oh, well, no, nah, they, they fucked uh, up. They, That's fine. Yeah, you've made your point. It was also a very awkward car park. You know, it's like when they design car parks, they don't design them as if people need to drive in them. No. They just go space, space, space. Corner, is there enough room to turn? Nah, doesn't matter. They'll work it out. The worst one is the car park of Hogan's Corner. Oh, although the car park at Central West is pretty bad and that entrance that's like left, right. Oh, right, yeah, left, that's pretty whatever bad. Whatever it is. Yeah. No, but Hogan's Corner, anyway, worst shopping centre car park I've ever been in. quite irrelevant to a lot of people that are What listening. about the enclosure house <laughs> in the houses in Juno? E for enclosure, e for referring enclosure to the size of houses. Is the end of Archie okay. De Niro. Ga- Jason, Juno's, Jason house is, Juno's house is average. It's the first average house we've yeah, ever seen. Probably just a three better. It's double story, though. That's true. So is Michael Sarah's house. Yeah. There's a freaking McMansion. Yeah. In that other place. In, it's a yeah. three. You reckon? Yeah. Okay. Or a 2.75, no, but it's, it's a not three. a two. It's a three. Quotability. It's a big house. It's right up there with We're both Kevin McAllister. First quotability. I wrote a lot of quotes. Well, I think you <clears throat> have gone onto your own track of what quotability means. Uh, somebody said something. I'm like, ah, oh, that's funny. That's, I, that's a funny quote. 
But we're rating the quotability. Isn't that how quotable it is in real life? Like You're not going to say go, Carol? You I've said it just before. heard people say, silencio, old man. Okay. I have not heard people say... Being pregnant makes you pee like sea biscuit. Maybe I have heard that. What about... Um, I'm a composer. No, mainly commercial stuff. Like what? Commercials? <laughs> I haven't heard people say okay, that. Good. It is a great line. And in the Rainbow Popcorn pod, that's good in the Dean of Twilight for dialogue. But this one, I've just wrote Silencio Old Man. It's the only one you could take away as a quote. Yes, that I've heard people say. Okay. Um, what I remember else have you got Go that? Carol being... Pe- people said that. Go Carol. That could be just... But also, it's very Carol. good writing. It is very good writing. Especially some of the scenes, like the scene where um, Juno tells her parents that she's pregnant. Mm. Um, it's very good. <laughs> Who's the father? Polly Bleeko. I didn't know well, that's just, did him. That's just actually like three great actors. Yeah. Oh, all of them. Elliot, Elliot Page... J.K. Simmons and Alison Janney, they are all great actors dramatically and comedically because they have great delivery. Yes. J.K. Simmons, yeah, just delivers the lines well. And I wrote um, in my general notes about the dynamics between J.K. Simmons and Alison Janney are really good. They're better than they are between Jennifer Garner and Jason Bateman. Um, but yeah, I think Alice and Jenny nails this movie. She doesn't do bad things, really. No, can't think of a bad thing that Alice and Jenny's done. I'd be happy for her to play our mum. Too tall. Our mum is being played by Sally Field. I've discussed it with mum. She's okay with it. Yeah. Then we have the same mum as Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah. And... And ER, she plays a mum. And go. we have the same mum as Rachel Griffiths. Yeah. And Callista Plotner. And the same mum as... She plays a lot of The glue girl that plays Matilda. Yeah. In Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, her or Jackie she Weaver? She plays Matilda in Matilda. Sally Field or Jackie Weaver? I think Jackie Weaver's better for our mum. She's funnier. Yeah, cool. In that... Ooh. Yeah, right. She's in that, a more a like, comedic actress. No, but in that like... If our mum had a bipolar disorder, Sally Field. Okay. Just because in the ER she plays a mum with bipolar disorder. <laughs> I can't... I haven't even been As watching ER As opposed to much. Jackie Weaver in Cozzy. Oh, she's just crazy. Yeah. Anyway. But you can see mum getting up on the stage and singing 42nd Street. Like Jackie Weaver in Cozzy. <laughs> All right, quotability. <laughs> there is the opportunity. The, the writing's very good, so you could quote it a lot. But would you bring the quotes into real life situations? I'm giving it a one. Ooh, because Silencio, old man. The old man is Dwight Schrute. It's Rain Wilson, but it's just. I remember when he said, "Yeah, true." When he said, "There ain't no etch a sketch." Yeah, I, I remember, remember that, that one. Yeah, and you wrote as well. Giving it a what two. What the girl says, all babies want to get born. <laughs> all babies want to get born. Um, I'm giving it a two. This, yeah, okay, I'm giving it a one. 
But this line is good. You're right, there are some good lines. Yeah. Somebody else is going to find a precious blessing from Jesus in this garbage dump of a situation. And also, um, Alice and Jenny in the scene with the ultrasound yeah, is very good as that's, well. Um, that's based on real too. I could imagine, yeah. Like um, Diablo Cody said that her friend from high school that got pregnant was judged by the ultrasound technician. Which oh, is not cool. to, Oh, thank God. Like... No, just like she says, just stick to your thing and fuck But off. also... She doesn't say that, but... You're a medical professional. Yeah. And if any medical professionals are listening, this is what stops kids going. Yes. To things like in the States, Planned Parenthood or to, you know, go mm. to doctors to get things checked out because they're worried they're going to be judged. Don't yeah. judge. Just smear the fucking shit on her belly Take the pictures. Yeah. Say, see you later. And take your probably $1,000 it costs for an ultrasound because the medical system in the US is fucked. Yeah. Well, that's the other reason they don't care. Yeah, true. Um, yes. But luckily, Jason Bateman sells money for commercials, so they've got plenty of money for the medical expenses. Yeah, and um, Vanessa has some job. She has a job. Yeah. Drink. Coke. They drink Coke. They drink Coke. That was Sunny, obvious. Sunny D and Slushies don't fit into our scoring, so no, they I don't looked influence up, it. I looked up Sunny D just in case it was owned by Coca-Cola or Pepsi, but it's not. Okay. So it's a two for Coke. Two for Coke, yes. Yeah. So that is the D of De Niro for what drink is envisioned. If it's a Coke or a Pepsi movie, it is a Coke movie. De Niro. The E in the De Niro is Endurance. I have some serious things to say about this. Do you have some not serious thing? One not serious um, thing to say first and then save one not serious thing at the end so we can lighten up what I'm going to talk about. I think it's more the endurance and it doesn't endure in the look of it. And the style of it is very, like you said, this is... You could look at this and go, this was made into in the 2000s, an indie movie. Yeah. You're not making titles that look like they've been drawn in pencil these days. No. And you're not having a little song with an acoustic guitar. With the fringe on top. I don't know, that turned into Oklahoma. That dated it. The serious... Gee, what in this movie, what could the serious talk be about? There's two, but I'm not going to talk about teen pregnancy. Following on from quotability... The friend says, quite flippantly, you're right. Are you just going to nip it in the just bud? Just nip it in the bud. So, the decision to get the A word is made quite quickly. Which, yes, because she's that type of person, do you know? Yes, she's a very practical person. Yeah. Now, Diablo Cody... So, first I wrote the talk about it is casual to start. Yep. But also makes sense for the character. But I wonder, and I wrote, I wonder if the debate about it was as raging and divisive then as it is now. That was my first note. Yeah. Then I did some research and it wasn't. So Diablo Cody has said she would not write this movie now. Because oh God, of the debate. No. I, I, I don't know what film studio would make 
a movie with a topic of abortion in it at the moment. Well, I don't think they'd even make one to do with teen pregnancy at the moment. That's divisive enough. Yeah. Even if they just went teen pregnancy, oh, wouldn't it be really nice to adopt? And the abortion thing they wasn't even have... discussed. Yeah. Would just be this would be really nice if it adopted. So the this is a symptom, and I think this is actually worse now than it was back then, of a no win situation. Well, of course it's worse now. So pro choice people Yeah were like were saying that the movie is a pro life movie because she's convinced to not have an abortion. Okay. Right? But that was their choice. Pro-life people yep. say it's a pro-choice movie yep. because she chooses between abortion and adoption. So both groups or factions of both mm, groups didn't okay. like the movie. Yeah, I can see that. Diablo Cody has come out and said she's pro-choice. And tried to put that, not tried to put that into the movie as a political statement, but wrote the movie in such a way that it demonstrated choice. But the movie was still very divisive. Mm. And it is always, it's always been a divisive. divisive topic. Even when I was in high school and you had to do a debate or you had to write about something. Yeah, it was like, it was like the mecca of choice. It was the like everybody was like, oh, I want to do abortion. The, as a I topic. want to debate. I want to debate of... the topic of abortion. I I I went on a completely different thing in my presentation. Whatever was on uh, seal clubbing. Oh. Uh, <laughs> don't know pro- why that's funny. I'm, but... I'm pro-choice. <laughs> that's a joke. As a joke, don't club seals. Um, to wrap that up now in a funnier thing, I forgot that people burnt, you burnt CDs. Yeah. Juno was like, oh, Mark, he burnt these CDs for me. I'm like, oh, I remember that. Yeah, I'm going to so make you some CDs. One. Okay. No, you just make a playlist on Spotify. Yeah. Or you just say, YouTube, find it. Yeah, or you'd look it up yourself. Yeah. yeah. Or if you you too, they just like you just put it on. You there. just randomly. I put saw them on a meme the thing. other day. Oh Here we go! <laughs> Yay! Said, um, ding 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 ding. That said, I feel like you too is one of those bands that no one really liked, but everyone assumed everyone else liked it, and so no one wanted to say anything and make it awkward. <laughs> I hated that. You two, you no, two I have some good songs. I think they're they're not like, a very good band. I'm like, they're good. They write good music. It's all yay if that's your thing, right? What I don't like... What I don't like is them forcing their music upon me. What I don't like is Bono being like, oh, donate money to save the starving children, but all of the U2 band money goes through the Cayman Islands so he doesn't pay any tax in Ireland. Ooh, dodgy Bono. Um, so That's an, that's an Ono oh from Bono. Yes. <laughs> the that's a no-no from Bono. That's better. That not was a, better. Not a Rewind. Yoko, not, a, not a Yoko. Not a Yoko Ono. 
So the endurance so, score. Uh, I don't know. It's a hard one. I think the. Uh, I think it's a three. Because it's still funny. It's still funny. I think if I th- you took the abortion stuff out of it, it would. Uh, no, I actually think. I like unless that, you're yeah. viewing it from a unless you're a pro-life, a stupid, stupid, super conservative. Yeah. Which I can safely say is hopefully any of our listeners. And if you are that stupidly conservative, and I've insulted you, then don't listen anymore. You probably, if you have, you probably haven't enjoyed much of the movies no. we've done. <laughs> if, they loved Conair though. Why? Because it was, um, it's, it's about know, family. It's like <laughs> American man, violence man, and man guns, and man. man, men being men, yeah, and crashing planes and yeah, shit. and fucking breaking people's noses fucking. in pub car parks, yeah, <laughs> standing up for their woman like all Fuck men yeah, should. America, yeah, there's no gays here. Oh, there was a gay. Oh, the yeah, that was yeah. That wouldn't was, have liked it. Anyway, they wouldn't have given it a twenty-one and a half like we did out of seventy-five. Anyway, it's if you took the abortion stuff out of it, I think it would, as a whole, stand up very well. But I like, but it's not about, but it's not it's about not a, that. It's not a movie about abortion. It's a movie about a teenage pregnancy. And so I also think the subject of abortion is addressed reasonably well and then they just go bang this was an option she considered it she decided not to then she went with this let's not talk about it again move on yeah i'm actually going to give it a 3.75 3.75 i was going to give it a four but there's only half of a colored person in it (laughs) yeah i took that doesn't stand up the look and the style of it don't really endure so i'm gonna give it a three and a half. Speaking of the style of it, I'm nostalgic for that kind of style of movie. I think it, I had the thing I found nostalgic about it was that a few of like my friends at the time liked it, and like at the soundtrack, I was like, oh, I remember this song. I remember this song. Yeah, because like in the car with friends, and they just like let's put on the Juno soundtrack. Oh, I didn't have those friends. No. I am a little bit nostalgic of them. I'm still friends with now. I'm a little bit nostalgic for it because this this movie and this kind of style of movie was around when Shane and I first started dating, and we watched lots of movies. Right. Yeah. And quite a few indie movies. Now we don't. Now we just watch Avengers. Yeah. We just watch the Marvel movies. Except Nope. I saw Nope. Oh, nope. Good. I was going to comment when you checked into the cinemas and yeah. t- put nope. And then I was going to make... So I was trying to think of a clever comment being like, well, are you there or no? Because oh, yeah. you put there and then you wrote nope. So it's like, I'm here, nope. No, we were there. Because you can't put watching nope. I could have. Yeah. But I didn't. Yeah. We went to gold class uh-huh. to be a bit fancy. And um, society has is fucked. Moving pandemic, No, but the pandemic has ruined people's socialising yeah. and ability to follow social rules. Yeah. If you like, a, like a courtesy wave in the car. Yeah. If you had a group of mates <laughs> Throwback. to go to see a movie, yes. you wouldn't go to gold class. 
Gold class. I've gone to gold class. Gold with class mates is not a group of mates, but not thing. like six of them. Maybe like two, five. Right? No. Nah, the too max many. chairs in a row in gold class is four. Yes. So there was four mates in the big comfy leather recliners. Yeah. With the romantic little table in between. Yeah. And then one mate on the other side of the aisle. Oh. They talked. No, they didn't talk across each the other. The guy talked across the aisle. Fucking hell. Also, Nope is a two-hour movie. Yep. Gold class, you can bring your food in. We went to see the 840 session. You can bring session. your food in? No, well, they bring the food in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shane and I went to see the 840 session, so we just had dessert. Okay. Way too sweet. Village, if you're listening, the brownie Sunday, way too sweet. I couldn't oh, finish it. Back in the day, used to be a good brownie. Nah, because it's not brownie. <gasps> no, it's they little, had this baked cheesecake that was amazing. It's little chocolate-covered brownie bits on three scoops of ice cream that has chocolate sauce and a salted caramel top. Nah, too much. Way too sweet. After I'd had a loaded shake that was sweet because it had the caramel uh, popcorn Okay, top. okay. Each, they, these guys had a three-course meal come through. Yeah. Which I decided not to do because it's a scary movie because I didn't want a suspenseful moment to be ruined by an air hostess coming and coming putting Coming with your food. pizza, Yeah. yeah. That's what I hated when I worked at Gold Class. I hated that. The time. I was like, I have to time this. And you just have to like squat down and put it in without getting in their way. Yeah, because you can't lean in front and of someone. And it's dark. And the tables back in the Tiny. day. Tiny. They're too small. Yeah. And I'm like, can I move the popcorn and yeah. put your pizza here? Here's your wedges. Yeah. You know what I mean? I they picked up on the microphone. So. I didn't like it. That's why I was like, just put me behind the bar. These guys had a three-course meal come through. They needed to put each element of the food they were eating on their Instagram story. Oh, fuck off. So every Get time off your phone. every time a food came in, Ooh. one of them would open their phone, turn on the flash to take a little video of their food that had just come in. I would have complained. I thought of saying something to one of them, but then there were five of them and they were all very tall and big and were in Werribee. So I didn't. You complained to the cinema people. Yeah, but then I know from you having worked in a cinema, like, it makes it shit for you to have to go and say something. And yeah, whatever. but it makes... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying it to all of our listeners. If you're going to go and see a movie, don't be a dick. Just, or, how about this? Just don't be a dick, full stop. Generally, actually, whether you're at the movies or not. I'm nostalgic for a time when people went to the cinemas and behaved appropriately, 2007. Yep, cool. Um, before people had phones. Um, I, speaking of phones, it made me landline for nostalgic. No, fuck. <laughs> it made me nostalgic for a landline phone. Yeah. And a burger phone. I never had one, but I wanted one. It was a thing. I remember friends being obsessed with it and trying to get one. Um, I Also, what made me nostalgic was the receptionist at the Women Now... Because they, oh, boys are very condoms. Yeah, um, she was nostalgic for them. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I love boysenberry. Um, what was that? (laughs) She's playing a Nintendo DS. Was she? Yeah. Wow. I'm like, oh, I remember the Nintendo DS. Then I went looking to see if I still had it, but I'm pretty sure I got rid of it. I have an original Game Boy. I I Nintendo 64. Oh yeah, that's good. We should play some in the break. Um, Nostalgia score. I'm going to give it a two seven five. 275. Yep. I'm just going to give it an average because, you know, at this stage I was 19. I'm aging myself. 
Oh, yeah, I'm just going to give it a two In and a terms half. of rememberability, which goes in with nostalgia. Yeah, two and a half. You're giving it a two and a half now? Yeah. Okay, so cool. Impact. Now, it did have an impact on the abortion debate. We've talked about that. It did? Well, it, it entered into... Yeah. I don't know if it had an impact, but it was a part of. Okay. So that, you're right, it just belongs in endurance. There is a thing called the Juno effect. Okay. After this movie, yeah. there was a spike in teen pregnancies. Uh-oh. Coincidence. some people called the Juno effect. Some people just were like, well, maybe kids just got pregnant. Well, yeah, maybe people had more sex. Teenagers had more sex. Maybe they had more sex because of Superbad, which came out in the same year. Maybe they had more sex because they wanted to. That's true also. And maybe so you're more... saying that it should have an impact because people got more pregnant? No, because the Juno effect is a thing. Oh, God. The Juno the, effect. I think the impact a bit is that it was like the breakthrough role for Elliot Page. The Juno effect is a phenomenon that critics claim happened after Juno was released in 2007. The claim is that pop culture influences young minds into acting outside the boundaries of the norm and behaving as they see in the movies. So these people are claiming that because of Juno, lots of babies were conceived in old armchairs (laughs) from quirky girls that wanted to have sex with the average cross-country athlete of their school. Yeah. (laughs) But they were Um, also in a band with. I'm not saying I'm giving it a score because of it, but you're impact, saying it had an impact in the real world. It's a thing. Right. That people say is a thing. I think that it made this movie, this type of movie, more popular. You know what I mean? Like, people, yeah. they wanted, then, then studios were like, oh, well, Juno was successful. We should try and make Juno. We can make a little indie kind of quirky. Let's make 500 Days of Summer. Ooh. Acoustic soundtrack yeah. thing. Let's make. It did say to, to it did suggest to watch Five Hundred Days of Summer after right, this. Good, um, yeah. It breakthrough was, role for Elliot Page. Yes, Jason Reitman hadn't made a movie before this, really, which made it hard for him to get funding for this. Mm. Um, no, he hadn't done. He hadn't had a something to say to a studio. I've done this, give me money. Oh, okay, yep, yep, yep. But Juno became that thing for him. Yeah. It was obviously a breakthrough for Diablo Cody, Mm -hmm. who... uh, Stopped stripping, so that's an impact. No, she'd already stopped stripping. Right. um, And she was, like, doing some speaking, telling her story of her life as a stripper and getting out of it. Mm. Uh, And then someone got her a book deal, and someone read the book and was like, you need to write a movie. And she was going to write a movie about her life as a stripper, but wrote Juno right. instead. But then, okay, yeah. okay. But then Magic Mike happened. Yeah, ten years later. Um, um okay. well, maybe like a two. It gave us Elliot Page. Elliot Page had done movies before this, but this was like his big breakthrough. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he really struggled. Not only because of the sudden fame, but because of the sudden fame of playing a girl. Right. While also having his own gender dysphoria. And because Juno is a girl character, and the point is a girl gets pregnant, Mm. on the promotion circuit, 
they made Elliot wear dresses. Yep. Which they didn't normally well, you're, do. Yeah. If you're a be- Best Actress nominee at the yes. Oscars, you're meant to yes. wear a fancy dress. Um, and he has said in numerous interviews this year um, and since their transition, has said it was like one of the lowest points of his life while he was being nominated for Oscars. Yes, while it was the peak of your career, yeah. it's and also he even, real shit. even said in an interview with Oprah, was like, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, you know, what are you whinging about? You got to go to the Oscars and you nominated for an Oscar. You know, life can't be that hard. Like, n- no, but it is. But it is, yeah. Especially when you're going to the Oscars presenting as something that you're not. Yeah. So, yeah, it's as much as it did launch his career and he's gone on, obviously, to do great things, um, it was a very tough time for Mm. Elliot Page. And I think to act that well, while he said there were some days where he felt like he couldn't come out of his trailer yeah, and he was late for scenes and late for meetings and stuff. But got through it, did an amazing job, um, and skyrocketed himself into Hollywood stardom. Hollywood stardom. So, like, he is the actor that everyone knew in the Umbrella Academy. Yes. Like, when the Umbrella Academy was launched, it was like, this is cool based on a graphic novel comic series. Yeah. And it's got Elliot Page in it. Yeah. And like, oh, oh, okay, well, you know. They're good. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. So, yeah, it's I a point for that. You're giving it a point for Elliot Page. And I'm giving it a point for the Juno effect. All right. And I'm giving it, as you've written, it was big for the other people. Uh, yeah, and it was like, this is, if you said, to, if somebody came up to me and was like, I want to I wanna watch... An indie 2000s movie. I go, Juno. It's the peak I go, Napoleon Dynamite. Where it's like, if you, what's the best gangster movie? And like, Godfather. Inglourious Bastards. No, that's not. And I also meant to say Reservoir Dollars. Okay. <laughs> it's a different type of gangster. It's Inglourious also not Bastards. a gangster movie, you Reservoir know. Dogs either. It's like, what's the best yeah. this? What's the best epic this? What's it? That's the, high Juno. impact then. I'm going to give it a... Three and a half of impact. Because I disagree about the best representation of 2008. Because to me, I think that's Napoleon Dynamite. I think it is, but this did it better for me. It was a bit more... Yeah, for you, Napoleon Dynamite's a little too far, I think. This is more... um, Palatable. Mainstream. Yeah. Which I guess could take it away from its... Indiness. Indiness. But it's also, as I mentioned before, indie, but has the word fox, fox. Yeah. as the big yeah. opening. It's still so it's, it's still the same yeah. at the that was not bad. At the that was like okay. a helicopter. Your second for best the, impersonation the, 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 of a year and a half of podcasts has been of a snare drum. <laughs> <laughs> what is there a, it's probably a family guy reference. And if somebody's on the phone, it's like, oh that's the helicopter. <laughs> and the, Person making the helicopter sound is like, 
like that's not a helicopter and then later in the episode a helicopter takes off and it has the same noise it sounds like family guy it's family guy um i'll give it a three okay impact all right done i think that actually maybe i'll do a three and a half no three three and a half um rewatchability i think that it it Jennifer Garner is very good in this. It's a kind of a nothing character. She plays, but she, she plays, plays high tense mum. Yeah. very well. Yeah, she's not. She she's alias. She is alias. Very different. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's what I'll say about that. Okay. Rewatchability, easy to rewatch. It's because it's a nice movie. It's, it's quirky, still funny. It's fun. It's still funny. There'd be because there's a lot of like little the way the dialogue is. Yeah, it's like little quips here and there. You rewatch it, you pick up other new things each time. I found it a little bit harder to watch because I was just thinking a lot about Elliot Page playing a girl. Yeah, it's quite. Difficult to rewatch, in that sense. Yeah, but like I said, he doesn't. He did an amazing job uh, in this film to do it so well because Juno, as a character, is fairly is not too feminine, other than yes. the fact that she's having a baby. Yeah, um, and I think that works well because I think. It's not a girly girl. But also, like, Elliot Page has never really had girly girl um, characters to play. But then, as you said, um, being nominated for Best Actress at the Oscars, you've got to wear a gown. Yeah. And you are a character that is inherently female by the fact that they're... Inherently female in 2007... By the fact that they're pregnant, because Seahorse Dad was not a thing in two thousand and seven, certainly. It's a simple, simple black, black dress. dress. Nothing too girly. Yeah. But girly in the fact that it is a dress. Yes. And not the suit that I'm sure he would have been more comfortable in. He looks great in a suit now. Mm. Like there at the Oscars this year. Yeah. Yeah. Great. All right. Um, what what that has to do with rewatchability, I don't know. Um, it's but also that does make it harder. That's where we were going. Yeah, hard to rewatch. A little bit, but it's still funny. He still does an amazing job. Michael Sarah is still Michael Sarah. I think if you cast Michael Sarah as Paulie Bleeker now, he'd do exactly the same thing. The quirkiness of it wears off with each rewatch. I think it needs to be a bit of time in between. Yeah. To rewatch it. There will be people that would watch this on repeat and love it. That's their thing. People are quirky. Some yeah. people. Yep. I'm giving it a three and a half. Three and a half. For rewatchability. I'm going to give it a two and a half. Just because. I've pretty much said everything that I wanted to say generally. So I'm just going it to give you my score. Very good casting. Yeah. Yeah. And very good acting and very good dialogue. Pretty good directing. It's a good movie. Mm. That's basically what makes a movie. So, (laughs) 
all of these things are good and they add up to be a movie. Yes. So the movie is good. They add up to be a four out of five for me. Three seven five. Three point seven five. Yep. Ooh. The only thing in my notes that I haven't said is this has a ninety four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. That's the highest of a lot of movies we've done. Yeah. And I haven't said our Wednesday wisdom quote, which goes to J.K. Simmons. Oh, J.K., you're so wise. Look, in, I'm not going to do the impersonation here. Look, in my opinion, the best thing you can do is find a person who loves you for exactly who you are. That's the kind of person that's worth sticking with. Oh. And whether that is JK. the girl with the stink eye or whether that is Polly Bleeker or whether that is <laughs> your calculus teacher. Maybe yes. not your calculus teacher if you're a cheerleader. I'm giving it a 3.75, so what's Ooh. the score for it overall? Overall, the Archie Q De Niro score is a 51.25. We're ne- it's out of 100. We're never going to get close. You never know. We've done some a couple of decent movies. So that puts it in second place. Behind gold member still. <laughs> gold member. Quite... Oh, that is weird. There you go, quotability. Yeah, see, quotability. Um... Yes, so there you go. It is a 51.25 out of 100. All right, let's do some reviews after a little break, um, and then we'll do some trivia on what is coming next. Two drinks in a bar! All right, some reviews. I'm going to start with a five-star. Good. Um, which is along your lines of the overall summary. Right. It's from Rebecca. Thanks, Rebecca. Five stars. Everything from the vocabulary to how they display the characters' emotions to the music to the script, to the cast, was absolutely perfect. (laughs) This story was mind... Wasn't... No, hang on. The story wasn't mind-blowingly good, but that wasn't necessary either, since it was executed so well. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Mm. I think the story is good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Sal. Okay, Sal. Just doesn't agree with Rebecca. Okay. Terrible movie. Oh, wife made me watch this into thinking it was some rom com. However, it turned out to be some terrible acting of a teenage pregnancy movie. Can't believe this is what kids of my generation used to watch in two thousand and seven. Terrible, simply terrible. Oh wow. Hmm. This one is another person in your. I would highly recommend the film. Right from the writing to the direction, the casting. <laughs> Music composition and songs. <laughs> but this one's better. Okay, good. Where do you even start with this absolute masterpiece? Well, Oof. I guess it started with the chair. Aww. If you haven't seen it, you must watch it. If you've seen it, then congrats. <laughs> Hands down, the best film to ever grace the earth. Oh, the kind God. you just never want to end. So when it does, you just have to start watching it all over again. Maybe even three times in a row when necessary. No, see, that's too much. Yeah. Um, Vorksy, um, one star. Okay, there's not a lot of one star reviews. Yeah, yeah. Bad film and very boring. Do not recommend. Lol. Shrek is better than this. (laughs) That's a bloody millennial with their bloody memes. Shrek is better than this. I love this movie. I will say that. It's a good movie, (laughs) but Shrek is better than Juno. It's certainly, uh, we should do Shrek. It's going to score high. Rewatchability, Maybe quotability. That's what doing next week. No. Um, yeah. Nostalgia. Impact, I don't know. 
I saw a thing the other day that apparently DreamWorks was making another movie. Anyway, no, we don't have time. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I loved the movie. It's like, wow, that you can't explain it. I mean, wow to such a supporting family and that craze having a child of Vanessa. I mean, no other has portrayed such a social issue in such a beautiful way. Moreover, acting is fabulous and girls' determination not to suicide is great. I should have pre-read oh. that one. <laughs> On that note, mm. let's move on to next week. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Trivia me. Yeah. Trivia next week. All right. Um, this movie was released on the 24th of October, 1997. Okay. And it grossed $12.5 million from a $36 million budget. Ooh. Yeah. It was a failure. It was a failure at the box office. Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> it no, went it was down a, like the Titanic. It was a Titanic failure. No? No. Not, not Titanic, not Aladdin. 1997. No. 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 Uh, it was directed by Andrew Nichol. No. The two leading people became a couple during the filming of this movie. And I decided to watch this after Flubber because I was forced to watch this movie in science class. Oh. Gattaca. Gattaca. Oh, you, With Ethan, Ethan Hawke. And Uma, Her- Uma Thurman. Oh, they got together on this movie. There you go. I've watched this movie There's twice. some impact for you. I've watched this movie twice because kids that I would tut- was tutoring were studying it for English, not at science. I watched it. We didn't study it. We just watched it in biology one yeah, day. because it's the last week of term and no one can be fucked teaching anything, yeah. so everyone watches movies. All right, Gattaca. Gattaca. What a flop. Yeah, right? It's not a terrible movie from memory. No, that, I don't think it was either, but I just think looking at some of the comments that the marketing and stuff was um, poor... And it was, it opened at number five at the box office, trailing some good movies and some I've never heard of. What, yeah, 4.3 right. in, in the first weekend, uh, and then just bleep, mm. after that. So it was released on Ultra HD Blu ray in 2021. Oh, that's good. There you go. How can we watch it? Uh, on a TV. Okay, good. Um, let me just confirm. So Juno, you know, one, one, two, three, four, five, six, to Gattaca. Gattaca can be watched on um, Stan if you're in the Australias and on Amazon Prime. If you're not. Um, all right, so it's the six degrees yeah. from Juno yeah. to Gattaca. Which I didn't do well because I don't know much that Ethan Hawke's in. Yeah. Oh, my God, Ethan Hawke. All um, right, Juno... To Gattaca. Do you know to Gattaca? Alison mm. Janney's done a lot. She has done a lot. Uma mm. Thurman's done a few things. Yeah. All right. We can do this. And we can do this quicker than we have for the last two weeks. Yes, we will do it quicker than the last two weeks because it's not an Australian movie. Yeah, but also... Jude Law's in it, isn't he? Pretty shit. I think so. Yeah, Jude Law. Um, I don't know if that helps. Um, okay. Juno, Alison Jenny, Uma West Wing, Thurman, Tonya, Hairspray. 
Um, wasn't Elliot right. Page in a... Oh, no, that just loops me back to Alice and Jenny. Um, we, do a, we do that a lot. We do do that a lot. Okay. Bueller. 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 I think I've got it. Okay. I've got something, right? Yep. This is bizarre, right? Well, it's actually not that bizarre. Juno stars Elliot Page. Oh, no, I've got something. Yep. Right? Or do you... Right. Right, yours, before you forget. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, because I've got this, because I always forget this minor character. Okay. Okay. Um... All right, I've got it. Okay. Yours. Mine is Juno stars Elliot Page, who is in Inception with Correct. Leonardo DiCaprio. Correct. Who is in Titanic with Kate Winslet, who is in The Holiday with Jude Law, who's in Gattaca. All right. I've got J.K. Simmons. Yep. Is in this. He is also... Oh, no, I have to add a line then. Oh. Okay. Yep. Because he's also in a Spider-Man movie. Okay. Right? The same with Tom movie, Holland. though. With Tom Holland. And Tom Holland is in a Spider-Man movie with Michael Keaton. Okay. Who is in a Batman movie with the guy that plays Alfred, who plays Alfred in the same Batman movie that Uma Thurman's in as Poison Ivy. Because I always forget those minor characters. Yeah. Because we're always like, it has to oh, be a big he's name. in the Batman franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Because I think last week... We were like, Nicole Kidman was in a Batman and Michael Keaton was a Batman. Like, they're connected yeah, because by, of Alfred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So that's what I did. J.K. Simmons was in the second of Tom Holland's Spider-Man movies. Michael okay. Keaton was in the first of Tom Holland's Spider-Man movies. Right. And Alfred was in the first, second, third and fourth of the nineties, two thousands. Okay. The nineties Batman. Batman was um Poison that, Ivy. Poison Ivy. Alright. Okay. So next week, Gattaca. Gattaca. Alright. Are we doing a known for? Nah. Or are we already a long episode? Yeah. Alright. Next week, Gattaca. We skipped a known for because I think we've probably done Uma Thurman before. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right. Um, yes, Gattaca. I don't know what to expect. I remember watching it twice. I know it's about DNA. It's about science and someone's in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah, that's true. I think Jude Law's in a wheelchair. Oh, there you go. All right. Next week, Gattaca. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Lee. Two drinks in a bar. Let's have a chat. An open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favourite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at NoPantsPod.